This is gonna be the greatest pre-recording but, uh, preamble that we've ever had. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so you were talking to Ben on episode Bla- of the Black Mind Podcast, episode 40, 340. Uh, ben, also uh-huh. joining me this week is Josh, um, about how every single game that you had was DRM or physical for yeah. a long time. And yeah. then I'm assuming you became a PC gamer. N- so- no, actually, um, I, I didn't I did that uh, even after I started primarily PC gaming. Actually, I primarily PC game from from a very young age. I was primarily a World of Warcraft player back in uh, 2006. That was when I went really hard on it. Oh. And uh, so I've been and I played Warcraft three and all that stuff on PC like a ton back then. But I had the physical copies. Like I, I have a physical box of World of Warcraft still. Same thing with my Diablo three box and Diablo three uh, Lord of Destruction jewel case. I still have that. All the CD keys, all that stuff. Um, I even have a collector's edition of Dead or Alive Ultimate for the Xbox three sixty. Uh, the Steelbook case uh over there on my shelf so i used to um i was kind of a split gamer where i played on both but the thing is is uh when i got my ps4 i got the ps4 slim when those go on sale when the pro was coming out and i was still buying physical games for it and then uh like i said like i realized at a point that i was still downloading over half the game even though i was buying physical copies so then i hit a point where i was like why would i bother and i bought Oh, and the, I think the last physical game I bought was Persona 4, for 5, sorry, Persona 5. And then I was like, why am I buying physical games anymore? Because I'm downloading half the game anyway. Basically, the only thing to do, and I can't play, I can't just put the disc in and then play offline. I have to download a patch anyway. So I was like, why bother doing this? And the thing is, like, if my if my PSN account gets banned, I can't use any of my PlayStation games anyway. So it's just like, I must just buy it digitally and just say fuck it at this point, because it doesn't matter. Like, it, it, like... Even if you buy something physically now, you're still only renting the license to use it. It's just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. For for uh, my take on the fucking game discs and stuff, I know I was pretty hard into console gaming for the most part. And then when I finally got a gaming PC, I kind of just made a full switch to just gaming, P- gaming on the PC. Uh but like that, like transitional, like uh, th- that phase of like when I made went to PC and now I'm actually kind of buying physical stuff again. But it's like the weird, like it's oddly come back full circle to being collector shit again, because there's uh, websites like Limited Run that will make physical copies of the fucking uh, like dead cells or uh like uh, Binding of Isaac or, you know, these old download only games that finally have their last, you know, patch update, whatever they had. And the even developer says, yes, I'll make a physical copy of this thing because the last the last update I'm ever going to do in this thing. So you get that copy from limited run. You know, this is the ultimate edition. There's no more updates after that. So you can have this full copy of a game. And it's also a uh, collector's thing because you're buying a physical copy of a DLC game. It's probably get cheaper on the Internet, which is fucking again, full circle, full circle. I think I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. It is because cool. Like, like, I agree. I like it because like you can get especially for a game that got so successful as Binding of Isaac to be able to get a physical copy of that and then like maybe have a collector's edition perks on the side of it that's fucking sick oh, in yeah. my opinion uh, there's a uh, limited run uh, there's another one called uh, Husky no 
last games no uh, it was like their logo is like that of the bernard like saint bernard and it has the barrel around his neck and that's their lo the, lo the logo is basically that dog and they're also do last copy run games type of thing and yeah like i think the idea is cool uh although it might get into weird territory if the developer some for whatever reason goes back to update it or something then you're like well oops <laughs> like yeah pretty much it's pretty much a promise from a developer just making saying like yeah i'm not i'm not touching that anymore don't worry about it yeah but like yeah the limited run stuff it's neat i really like it uh like f not sure about physical like other physical bonuses to go with it i think so far you just get a disc and like a cool cover and of a case uh yeah but it depends on the version or the super duper ultimate edition you get but like yeah i know i have a few of those limiter runs games on my shelf so i'm that person uh, i've only bought two collectible games ever and it's the dead or alive one that i said earlier and i bought the swotor collector's edition when that came out because it came with the darth malga statue and i still have that which is really cool i mean we all know that swotor is going to be fantastic when it is re-released on uh i think you're thinking kotor on the oh Switch. kotor yeah no swotor is the mmo Yes, yes, I am. I am thinking about I wonder how much this statue's worth. Because I never, I, I, I never looked. I was only worth like forty bucks. I'm, I'm looking forward to when they re-release Kotor, the new Kotor game. Oh well, that's gonna be fun. Imagine if they just somehow destroy, um, Kotor. That oh yeah, sense. the the remake. Uh, yeah. you know the. I apparently heard that the lead writer that they had the super. Oh no, she uh, got fired. Yeah, that she got fired off of that. So, um, I have some hopes that she probably wanted to change shit that they weren't cool with, and I th probably think. Um, imagine the license holders gave the hard veto, and she said, "Fuck that." And, Left. Pulled shit and got quit, and it was either you either quit or get fired. And she's like, "I'm not quitting." So then they fired her. Yeah. Could you imagine if like she made a worse Bioware game than Bioware? That's a so. pretty. What? That's a pretty crazy bar. I mean, do we do we know the far enough reason for the firing, or is it just that she's gone? It's just that she's gone. Okay. They usually don't release those kind of details about that, especially um, yeah, if it's disciplinary, because that can be a whole legal nightmare. Yeah, because <sighs> I, if it was like literally changing story stuff and they got vetoed super hard, then that's just a whole other can of worm bullshit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. <laughs> like. I, depending on what she wanted to change it could have been like you know really good character development they didn't want or it could have been all oh, these characters are gay now <laughs> like, yeah. i feel like the the the, f the biggest thing that kotor needs is that it needs modernization of the voice acting and the lines like the writing just needs to be sure enough to be more you know this isn't when did that game come out like 2000 Something. I think it was like 2004, 2000 and yeah, something like that. Five. It was back in the time when I didn't really care about video games. 
Yeah, oh, so okay. This is this is still like pretty like fledgling fledgling level of like story based games, um, and a lot of the the dialogue is like stunted, especially a lot of the direction of the voice actors is not up the par uh, for a modern title. So I think the biggest thing is just like smoothing out a lot of the situation, bring in some of the deleted content, and like fix some of the pacing of the game. And then that's all you really need. Like, I don't even think the mechanics need to be changed. Maybe just some, like, rebalancing and some, like, um, updated graphics and mechanics. No, not even mechanics-wise. I think the mechanics of the game is fine. Um, I think maybe... Yeah, honestly, the biggest thing is, in my opinion, is all that needs is it needs to just have, like, updated... Um, uh, dialogue just needs to be like cleaned up and like modernized. Just, just make the conversation good. <laughs> make, make game good. Make, make, just do your job. Make it good. Uh, okay, we'll have fun. Yeah, I, I don't even think the game really needs a, even any rewrites to any of the particular scenes. Like maybe like rewrite the the saving Bastila scene on the first planet because it's a little like shit but like in general like I can't think of any other um, particularly like sore point that I had in through the game um, I just think a lot of the things revolving around uh, Basila is just like her character is just bad and it's not and it's not bad as in like oh you know like Oh, she's like a independent woman, but she's aggressive, so it's bad. It's like no, it's more like she's just a dick. And there's a difference between being like a strong woman and being a dick. She's just a dick. Like literally, like you go through all the trouble. Isn't of that a her. lot of? Isn't that a ton of the female characters nowadays? Uh, well, it's strange because this was written in 2003. But yeah, a lot of them now, I feel like, are just written like dicks. But the thing is, like, you, you've played it, right? Do you remember how that scene goes? I have never played Kodor. I kind of want to do it for a live stream. Okay, do you want me to tell you about the scene that why it, like, it kind of, like, irks me? Yeah, sure, do. All right, so I want to just preface spoilers for the end of the first planet in the game of Kodor. So, you and Karth go through the whole first planet and you go through this whole thing of like joining a soup gang and racing for them to win Bastilla back that she's been captured from another swoop gang and she's been kind of like slave collared and like force suppressed so she can't like do anything right mm-hmm. so you go through all this to get her back um, because she was captured after the whole like getting her ship shot down and bullshit so you go through all this you risk your life you win the swoop race against a super rigged thing like they were rigging it they had like explosives on the track all this other shit and then like he even goes back on the deal at the end because he's like oh you know they offered me so much money to give her over to the Sith like screw you we're gonna fight now then you fight this entire swoop gang right after the swoop race alone kill them all and then as he's like Threatening her like in the cage, she uses her force powers to like pull the guy into the ca- into the force cage and like breaks it, and then she breaks out, and then is like, "I saved myself. I don't even need you." And then just walks off, and you're just like, "I just killed twenty guys and won a swoop race for you, and you're just gonna be this huge bitch to me at this point." And then when you get back to the apartment with Karth, she's like, "You're a fucking idiot," and it's just like, 
what? It's like, yeah, I would have gotten out of that situation by myself. You didn't need to risk your life going through all that soup race bullshit just to save me. It's like, you were unconscious in a fucking, like, prison cage, like a force field cage. And we did everything in our power as loyal Republic soldiers to save your life. And you're going to bitch us out about it? Like, come on. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, you're, it's normal for the master in order to bitch people out. It just reminds me of in fucking uh, Mass Effect 2 or 3, where uh, when you start out, of course, the game has to reset you to zero. So they're like, you're on vacation and you came back or, oh, I was in prison for a couple of years. And it's like, it just baffles me. That's like, wait, you saved the galaxy twice and they still don't trust you. What the fuck is wrong with these people? It's like you, you the first time it was secretive. Second time everyone knew about it. So it's like the third time they still don't fucking trust you. It's like what's wrong with you people? Like oh okay, because so fuck you. There's actually a whole explanation to this that they actually tell you in game. It's just you have to really like kind of hunt for oh, it. Oh god. So in two, you have nothing to do with saving the Reapers or any of that stuff. Yeah. It, uh, the, what happens is when you die in the beginning of two, is that mm-hmm. after one, they send you out to re- finish cleaning up Geth because they have been aligned with the Reapers. So yeah. you're doing general missions to like hunt down Geth and like find out more about the Reapers. So you, and then you get jumped by the collectors and die. So then you're brought back by Cerberus. And because you're brought back, and since you were pronounced dead, you were gone for like years at that point. Um, they thought that they basically bureaucracy and corruption is what kind of like smoothed over the fact that like, oh, you know, the, the Geth have been decimated by Shepard. He killed the Reaper. We're good. It's fine. And then so you spend two doing the collector's thing. And that's when you find out that there's such a larger plot behind the Reapers that that linked the Collectors that nobody knew about. Because the Collectors were, myster- were a total mystery. Nobody yeah. knew shit about them. And then you end up, in the beginning of the three, back at Alliance Command after all that shit went down, trying to plead your case. But because Cerberus is literally so vilified by the Alliance... And you were then recreated and basically a cyborg of Cerberus. They do not trust you in the fucking least because they're like, this guy could be a sleeper agent. He's probably not even actually Shepard. He just has his face. There's no way they can trust you at all. So, so, so Josh, to explain it, uh, are you aware that Cerberus is basically uh, humanity first and humanity only? I, yeah. Yep. They're space Nazis. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they are literally the, the they're you are literally working for the bad guys. Yeah, I know for for that game. <laughs> I know for when I was playing third one, uh, or yeah, the third and second one, I was like, I don't know, I should trust these people because one, they're they're like, oh, we got looking out for humanity, and I'm like, I get that, <laughs> sure, but I don't, I don't know how you're going about this though. <laughs> Like, and the third one really makes it clear that the loose of man is not looking out for humanity. Yeah. Wasn't he under well, control of the fucking space aliens? Partially. Yeah. 
Yeah, he got indoctrinated yeah. fairly like uh, during those two years that you weren't there because he started getting – he got more and more aggressive with his Reaper research. And when you're in contact with Reaper tech, no matter what it is, it indoctrinates you. Ah, yeah. Ah. So since he got, you know, mildly indoctrinated and he was like, you know what? I can use this. And he tried to manipulate his own people into being indoctrinated for himself. But in the end, he was just indoctrinating the Reapers anyway. Yeah. Like it was literally their whole planet to stabilize the system, and it just it worked out absolutely perfectly for them because that's exactly what Cerberus did, and it's yeah. and the lucid man had no idea. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny that he got five D chests in his three D chest, you know, three D chest plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he, the whole entire idea of Cerberus is like basically imagine. Um, I want to say I want to say. Uh, imagine Donald Trump, except that he was as evil as everyone said he was. Like he, Donald <laughs> Trump was an incompetent fool. The Cerberus is basically what if Donald Trump was actually competent? Oh my god! That, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's a very good no because equivalency. Because if Donald Trump was actively uh, intelligent to some degree, he would. <laughs> He would not be doing half the shit we be doing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's actually true. Uh, fuck. Uh, but, uh... I don't know. Yeah, and fucking... Oh, what else? We're, we're also talking about our, that streamer we're doing and playing... Yeah, yeah, we played Devil May Cry and I played Pokemon Arceus. Yep, you got through a, a, at least the beginning tutorial bullshit. There's, there's still some more tutorial bullshit, sadly, because no. that's Pokemon games for you. Psychonauts is still good. The only Psychonauts is still good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> other than. OK, here's yeah, to defend you a little bit on the Psychonauts play your playthrough of it. You're making jumps and you're you're going to areas that you're just falling into water constantly and i'm like and yeah. i'm like dude what is wrong with you why are you doing this and it's technically not your fault i would argue that just the gameplay mechanic of doing the double jump and then you floating not long enough i would argue that the floating like you can have the uh, your telekinesis bubble pop up over your head and you use that as a slow to then did you watch me fail as uh, in psychonauts I did not. He did not. Uh, but like, I would argue the floating mechanic. It used to be forever, and it never went away until you touch something. And in the recent uh, Psychonauts two, like the bubble goes above your head, but it only goes on for a couple seconds and it disappears. And I'm like, that bubble should be longer because trying to aim your, you know, on a platform properly, kind of, you kind of need to shimmy left and right a lot before you hit the platform and that bubble disappearing so soon it's like man you gotta dial in your jumps real well sometimes and i i don't it's not necessarily freaking jeff's fault for jumping into a lot of water although uh mm. another uh, bad game design thing i i felt it's kind of all the way throughout the whole game is that it looks great a lot of detail but i'd also notice that you're just overshooting your jumps and like overshooting the like the platforms supposed to be going on. It's like you couldn't tell if you're supposed to go full speed or not full speed. And it's like and you're just hitting into a wall and you're falling into the water. It's like, what the what the <laughs> like, what the what the hell? 
But other yeah. than that, like the game still great. The game still looks amazing. You still got an amazing story that you're always going for with like Tim Schafer, Tim Schafer stuff. Yes, yeah, it's, it's actually really fun. Uh, there's some deception. Yep. That's going on yep. now. There's um, now currently a mole about and you're trying to figure out who the mole is. And you brought back a certain psychonaut from the camp. And and he's like, wait, I'm back at HQ. I'm not supposed to be here, but I got some shit to do. And turns out he's just going back his, to his routine again, like he like yeah. he did at the campgrounds. And you're like, oh, OK, you got to go through this thing again because his mind was fractured in a battle he took years and years ago. So and you're trying to build his brain back a little. You're like, that's that's cool. And then when you and then when you enter his head, he sits there and he constantly goes like he goes like, nope, this place is fucked. I don't want it fixed. There's no way we're going to fix it. Yeah, because he's he said himself, I tried fixing this for years and it's nearly impossible. It could be fixed. He's like <laughs> he said it's probably impossible because like he tried doing it for years and he can't. And he's supposed to be the best. So it's yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, that game. Uh, yeah, that game does some like good storytelling, and mm -hmm. and also like showing, like especially when you jump into uh, this. The, what's his name? Francis? Uh, Francis Ford? No, Ford. We jump into his. Ford. Yeah, we jump into Ford's mind. It like shows like you know what he remembers, and then showing stuff afterwards. Like oh, at, from what he remembers of camp, and then versus what he's trying to remember. This it. It's a completely different story. And it's like, oh, dude, this is so cool. And how everything kind of transitions and you're trying to go around in people's brains and stuff. It's awesome. Very yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's 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 that game has so much style. I love it. Mm hmm. Yeah. So anyways, Ben, what have you been playing? Uh oh. Oh no, Ben's dead. He fell asleep. There we go, my mic's. Oh, there he is. No, no, my mic. Uh, I muted my mic for a second because people. Uh, but anyway, uh, I've been dabbling. Oh, in somebody said the bad words. <laughs> oh no. Uh, no, my roommate was talking to his girlfriend. He was walking around behind me. That's all. Ah. Um, oh, okay. Oh, you moved out. Congratulations. No, he just lives oh. with me. Oh. My friend. He's my good friend. Yep. Okay. Yeah, there's more people in my house now. But anyway, uh, so uh, I've been dabbling in Destiny to some more. I leveled my war. Or I did the campaign on my warlock, so my warlock's now 1550 as well. Uh, I played Borderlands 3 today because I got it for free from the Humble Bundle like a bit ago. I think that's where I got it. I don't remember. I just remember I got it for free. Um. And Elden Ring, of course, because she's not playing Elden Ring. I'm not playing Elden Ring. I'm going to stream Elden Ring. So I have not played a single second of Elden Ring. Really? Why? Because I'm going to because I don't have time in order to play it. And now I actually have time coming up to play it. Honestly, some of I feel playing when I play Elden Ring lately, um, I feel like it's best to like keep it in them short bursts. You know, do like uh, an hour or two of Elden Ring, and it's like do like you know four or five dungeons and then stop because then you don't get mad. Personally, yeah. And then I just go play Destiny for for like four hours. And then I'm like, ah, I should probably go to bed. 
Wait, Destiny's pretty good. I've been playing a little bit of Destiny here and there. Yeah, I just I've I've kind of like um, I had to like make myself uh, not take Destiny seriously anymore. It's one of those things where it's like um, it's like uh, with other MMOs, I had to be like, all right, this is I can't go hard because um, I'll burn out. So like I have to kind of just like accept that uh, you know I'm going to be behind the curve basically. I mean, I'm very much behind the curve. True. And uh, I'm still having fun. Yeah, that's uh, one of the things. Like, uh, there's a lot of pressure in a lot of these <clears> games <throat> to be caught up and up to date. It's like, and even that, like, I feel like I'm ahead of the average player. Like, when I look, when I group with people, they're like level fifty or like 25 in the battle pass and I'm level 91. Yeah. So even though like I'm playing like pretty casually for me, at least I'm actually not, which is pretty funny when you think about it. But, uh, you know, it's just like, if, if, if I wanted to, I could go hard. I could go real hard. I could be over level 100 right now and I could be like in the raid and all that shit. But, I would uh, kill myself. I would. I would not want to do that for my own mental health. I can't do that anymore. I, I mean, used to do that for like WoW and stuff, but no. I mean, well, World of Warcraft is different from Destiny, uh, and I can say that because Destiny is actually fun, uh, unlike I, WoW, which I feel I, like the commitment level is the same though. I despise World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm yeah. just saying, I feel like the commitment level for. Uh, like cutting edge PV or PVE is about the same and not quite this, not quite for PVP because there really isn't a competitive PVP scene. But I just mean like from a standpoint of like getting into raid and optimizing every single day you are to get as high item level as you can. That is the same commitment level in my opinion that you would have to put into as a mythic raider of world of Warcraft. I'm sure World of Warcraft fans would vehemently disagree. They're like, you need to do all that out-of-raid farming for consumables and shit. And I'm just like, yeah, but like in Destiny, you have to continue to grind and do all your pinnacle drops on all three characters every week. And then I mean, grind Nightfalls all day, every week for good rolled guns to do good DPS. Like, it's there. Don't 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 say it's not. It's just in a different I mean, place. it is there. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna argue with that. The problem with Destiny is like it, it's 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 all about how hard you want to go. Yeah. Like it's like if you want to go really hard, you can go really hard really quickly. Yeah, it is. But but if you if you're like me and you're like ah, I just play it for fun and I just have fun and gun fun and game gun fun and I don't I don't want optimum game. You <laughs> yeah. can just be like you can just play it and you're like oh yeah I'm just doing fun. You don't have to grind nightfalls. True. Which is kind of how I'm doing it. So, yeah. Josh, uh, yeah, no. Anything else? Um. That, anything else? Ben, Ben, you seemed like you were really interested in talking about how's Alden Ring? Uh, I think Elden Ring's pretty good. Um, it's definitely it's a, it took 
it took me mm-hmm. a whole day to um, like get back into the game, and um, that day consisted also consisted of me brutalizing my poor keyboard. Um, keys were found on the floor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so that happened. Um, so, but then I stopped for like three or four days and then I came back and then I started just slowly chugging along, you know, and then now that I've played for a week, uh, I can pretty much consistently kill any boss I come across in like less than 10 tries. Um, especially considering the fact that I have now learned that and reinforce the fact that I need to upgrade my weapons. Upgrading weapons is like literally the key to just like completing anything because it's not it's you can be good enough to beat anything with an unupgraded weapon but the fact is is if you kill things fast enough you don't have to worry about it (laughs) you know that's that's the easy mode the easy mode is literally just like upgrade your weapons grind out a crafting material or the, the level up materials and just upgrade your weapons my sphere is like or my halberd is level th- is plus 13 and i five shot at a boss in the area i'm supposed to be in right now just upgrade your, just upgrade your weapons and the game's easy i don't know what to tell you everybody's like, it's so hard it's like just upgrade your weapons just just play game game i was gonna say the next time we stream if you want me to play elden ring i'll i'll play elden ring but we're gonna have to strap the controller to my hand so i don't throw it on the floor (laughs) so it's it's definitely a practice in um how to stay calm uh, you, need, you, you need to understand that like yes you're going you're going to die a few times and you need to understand this part of the process and like I understand definitely like once you get used to like how your character moves you'll you'll notice that when you make mistakes you'll be way more calm about it because it won't feel like the game is fighting you or you're fighting the game it's that you've specifically made a mistake at this point so I think that's one of the things that like you need to like that's why you need to take it slow your first couple days so that way you don't get so angry at it, you know? I mean, if Josh, Josh, you'll finish off, uh, I'll play, I'll, I'll stream Elden Ring this week. Mm. And then, uh, and then, uh, you can, uh, you can stream Elden Ring on your own TV. <laughs> I mean, computer. I mean, I mean, I don't want my OLED game destroyed, motherfucker. Like, I'm going to have to <laughs> f- figure out, like, get some, um, uh, Wii straps somehow I connect it to a PS4 controller. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to, I'm going to like manage, I'm going to like do something really drastic and it's going to like, I'm going to be like messaging. Where do you I will give you a thousand dollars to rebuild, rebuild the entire fucking thing. So that way then I can just clamp this thing to Josh's hands. <laughs> he does not throw it. No, what you what you need to do is just get a bunch of you know double sided tape, so that way, and then just like glue your hands to it, so yep. that way you can't let go of the controller. Yep. Or uh, oh, uh, well, no, I need the what was that VR game I see on Steam where the dude's hands are bound to this box, and it's like kind of uh, aperture aperture science esque of like you're lo- you're in this kind of scientific 
training thing, but your hands are bound in this box, but it's, the box is full of puzzles, and you're trying to solve the puzzles on the box while shit's going on in the room and trying to give you clues of how to solve the puzzles on the box, which is mm-hmm. super neat. But like again, it's a VR game, so you probably get a better experience if you're in VR because you're not looking at your hands actively because it's covered. And I want to say the story is about trying to get trying to get your hands free, basically. And it's like I just think I need that box. I need someone to close the lid with my hands and the controller in the box. I can't offer the controller. <laughs> That's. Funny. Yeah, I need that very precise box. <laughs> Although, you know, <laughs> I need to unlock the box. Oh fuck! <laughs> what's, yeah. what's funny is um, I saw this random video on Reddit when I was scrolling through the front page of like, you ever see those like um, uh, those weird TV shows like the the magic TV shows where like the the way the announcers are or whatever and and them are and uh. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, the show name. Like the the one that the guy that shows off how tricks are done. You know that the narrator for that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it had like that narrator, but it was like this guy that was in like a supermax prison in some random place, and they had him like they were like they brought him into like the interrogation room or whatever, and they like they handcuffed him and put all this extra shit in him and they put his hands in the box and then like lock the box. But he was able to get his hands out of the box. And oh, they I think were I like, saw this. and they're like, "How did you get your hands out of the box?" And it was like he literally, like, he had like two pieces of metal, like a like a hairpin and like a like a uh, a, a tension bar that was like a, that would be good enough for it, and just picked the cuffs on the inside of the box, even though he couldn't see his hands because they like covered his hands and all that. And then he just slipped out of the cuffs and he just slipped his hands out of the box, and he's just like, "It doesn't matter if you lock the rest of the box if I just undo the handcuffs." And they were using like master locks too, and I'm like, you can literally like breathe on a master lock and unlock it. Like, are you kidding me? Have you not seen Lock Picking Lawyer? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good though. That man, that man opened 16 master locks in under three minutes. Yeah. Master lock is pointless. Master lock is bad. Yeah, it's literally security theater. Yeah. So, anyways, shall we talk to you about the fun topic this week? I saw that earlier. That was funny. Are, are we going to talk about the fun, uh, the lie that we got told? Sure, go for it. Wait, what? Yeah, oh, what so lie? Hunter's Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, they're just talking about the gas prices lie. Oh no, no, no! Hunter's Biden's laptop is actually real. Oh wow! What yeah. an idiot! Yeah, oh left his uh, laptop at the store, and everyone, and now we have a president of the United States who is an incompetent moron and probably corrupt again, uh, again. again. So as per do, usual. So how do they confirm it? To, 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 tell me how. So what took them so long to release the information? Well, okay. The first thing that you have to do in order to actually check and stuff like that um, is. Uh, so, the way that New York confirmed it is they confirmed the New York, I don't think it was New York Post, which is one of the oldest newspapers of all time. They actually talked to the owner, and the owner actually showed them video footage of this mm-hmm. stuff. 
Now, I don't okay. trust the New York Post anymore, by the way. I no. think they're, they're fucking gobbledygook garbage in some cases. But okay, we can continue with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how the New York Post confirmed it. And they didn't do any cryptograph. They didn't do anything like that. They didn't check any digital sources. To them, the video was good enough. The way the New York Times confirmed it, and unfortunately I do not have a New York Times description, is they confirmed it by via cryptograph. So when Google email servers... They produce a cryptograph, usually. And when the New York Times took those emails from the laptop, provided them by the New York Post, they ran it through a bunch of security checks, they ran it through a bunch of stuff, and they were able to get the same data from the Google server as the actual emails itself. Cool. So it's basically like a digital fingerprint, I guess. So you can basically. So that's announced it. Okay. So it matched that way. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. So they are so, legitimate. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So what was on the laptop? I forget because it's been like a, a year or so more. Yeah, it's been about two years, roughly. Um, what was on the laptop was images of Hunter Biden with uh, uh, underage girls. Ooh. Um, it was Hunter, pictures of Hunter Biden with uh, crack pipes passed out. Okay. Uh, it was pictures of Hunter Biden's emails with him basically confirming that uh, the Burisma scandal was in fact true. So the Burisma scandal, for people who don't understand, uh, Joe Biden uh, was accused of being corrupt and getting a son a job at a Ukrainian energy company. And uh, then... I believe it was something along the lines of uh, taking his son's money and getting a prosecutor fired to protect his son. That's true. Uh, there was emails of him uh, confirming that uh, Hunter Biden had uh, business dealings with Chinese officials and used his influence with his father in order to get those jobs and business deals. Um and then there was the last one that I think was really interesting was um, I forget what it was. It was something really stupid. Isn't this just rich people one hundred and one? Like this is like the rich people playbook. This is this is the corrupt individual playbook. AKA the rich people playbook. Yeah. AKA uh, it's rules for thee, but not for me. Of course, because if you, it's, it's like Jesse Smollett. It's like if you have enough money, you don't fucking have to face consequences. Yeah. Yeah, you just, uh, you know, you just, uh, you just fake, uh, fake a you know, hate drop crime. Drop down, you know, a few mil on a, you know, private lawyer and, you know, probably bribe the judge and buy a hundred bodyguards and leave jail. Yeah. They probably never work in Hollywood again, but you know, because nobody would buy anything with him in it at this point. Which I mean, he doesn't have any money left over. Are you kidding me, Ben? People are go- people like me are going to watch him. I'm disgusted. You. I, I I want to. I would totally watch it. I would totally watch a series of Jesse Smollett, um, saying I didn't do it fifty times over, followed by like recreations of. Exactly what happened that night. Oh God! No, I meant like he says he was a star on Empire. Is what I mean. I don't think he's gonna oh. end up on a show like that. No, he'll probably he'll try to monetize the uh, this for the rest of his life, and you know that. Did you? Yeah, no. I actually legitimately would watch. Like, I would legitimately watch a reality TV show of like, of like what actually like 
him like or a sketch of like him being like I didn't do it I didn't do it and then it's like actual like actors replaying what actually happened you know if this was like 2000 like five and Saturday Night Live wasn't a bunch of bitches they would have done it by now oh yeah but because of the current political climate of everything, there's no way they're going to do that. Can we can we talk about that a little bit? What the current political climate, or just yeah? Can I can I just say? Well, no, the current political climate. I hate the current political climate. Who? I mean, ninety percent of people do. Like, if you look at like the polling for like a lot of the current policies and stuff that comes out, seventy percent of Americans don't even agree with half this shit. Yeah, I'm 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 getting to the point where I'm like I'm like, man, Josh is right. I should have never gone into politics, but I'm in too far deep. <laughs> yeah, you're too deep at this point. Yeah. And too deep. I'm sorry, for us. I'm trying to keep. It's not your fault. This was entirely my fault. Going under to yeah, it's because you live next to America and this directly in- infects you, so. No. No, it's the fact that Canadian politics is like slowly becoming that shit, too. Yeah. So like it's it's really hilarious because like you're watching you're watching like the same shit happen in Canada. You're like I've seen this playbook before. It's, huh. it's like the uh, the meme from uh, Back to the Future. It's like hey, I've seen this one before. And it's, it's like exa- what are you talking about? <laughs> it's new. We just call everyone Nazis now. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, Nazi. Oh no, bad Nazi. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The saying I said last night is my favorite thing is like when I'm sitting there and talking to somebody and they're calling me a Nazi and I'm like, you're literally wearing the armband. You're wearing the fucking armband. And they're like, I that doesn't make me a Nazi. You're wearing the fucking uniform. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Why are you calling me a Nazi? All I said was, oh, no, oh, apparently me seeing they're defending uh, Jewish people was uh, apparently Naziistic of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what, I was like, we mean, should not throw them into camps. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm asking, what do you mean by that? They're literally wearing the the armband. Like, oh, is there like they're wearing the armband. armband? There was they were wearing the armband. <laughs> like literally, literally wearing the armband and uniform. Hmm. I'm very concerned. <laughs> I'm like my, the thing is, is my brain is like, is he being like satirical with this? Like maybe they're wearing like an Antifa armband, and like you're saying calling that Nazis, or are you are you mean you mean like they're literally wearing like the red armband with a swastika in it? I'm being sarcastic, Ben. <laughs> you want to switch gears entirely? It didn't actually happen. Switch gears and sure. <laughs> switch gears entirely to uh, a game I actually played. Yes. <laughs> Because uh, I played Aperture Desk Job. And oh, I, I want to play that. that. I that really want to play that. So here's the thing. It's more optimized for use go to be meant to be played with the uh, uh, was it the Steam, the deck. Steam Deck. But if you have a like just a 360 controller or even an X-Bone controller, it still works. And also it will pick up on the shit you have plugged in your computer. <laughs> So me playing this game and then they got to a point where they're like, say the na- your name into the microphone. And I'm like, and I see the wavelength. I'm like, this is not going to work. And as I said that out loud, I saw the wavelength move and I'm like, holy shit. It's big. I'm like moving my mic. I'm like, is this shit working? And then it went boop. 
<laughs> so you should see her playback of me going, this is not going to work. Like, this is not going to work. Wait, wait, hold on. Holy, holy shit. What? what? <laughs> that's all you're like. Holy that's shit. That's all you hear. <laughs> me shuffling from my mic and going, holy shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. It was so funny because it's like... I'm doing the control like the game goes through the phases of like oh this is what you can do this is what you can you know interact with and it has a story attached to all the stuff you're doing and fucking when it clicked into the mic I had no clue this was a fun ex uh, surprise of like holy shit you're you use the mic <laughs> holy shit you use the mic <laughs> oh that's a funny name huh like, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's so far. I'm pretty sure the game's super short, so I'm only like probably halfway. But I, I don't know. It's great because the game also drops a lot of references to other Aperture Science stuff that happened in the game, like the Portal series. So there's even a reference to the fucking Mantis Men, which is amazing. And that's only a you mean moment the Mantis Men because. <laughs> Because the Mantis Man was only a reference in the fucking uh, uh, multiplayer. No, not multiplayer. The downloadable content for the workshop for multi for the different levels you can get from other people. Oh, yeah. I think me and Noah did yeah. that. <laughs> like that literally that was a content thing that you can only get when you're playing the fucking like downloadable uh, uh, levels and shit. So I was like, that's neat. So you make a reference from that. Like that's so basically it's for the hardcore players. Oh, yeah, but at the same time, it's like again, it's like a fun like sandbox toy thing with a story to it. So it's like, oh, it's it's great. Like if you have time, like did you the time to play it? I would I suggest to play it. How much is it? It's free. Oh well, all right. Let me just download that right the fuck now, then. <laughs> You're welcome. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Because if, if you were like five bucks, ten bucks, and it was you know whatever, I'd be like oh yeah, sure, let me just start ten bucks in Valve. I don't, I don't mind. But nah, dude, it's fucking free. Hell yeah, dude, don't need to tell me twice. I love free shit. Oh yeah, exactly. Especially when it comes to like a high quality thing that's free. You're like, what the fuck? Like, okay, yeah, sure, let's do this. Oh frick. Yeah, I was surprised to hear that it was free because I th I I saw a couple clips and heard a couple sound bites and it sounded like it was the actual like voice actor so i was even i was like huh oh yeah yeah exactly I, I, so i thought it was I th like legitimate i was like oh this is probably like a vr thing and like you know 20 bucks yeah so like the funny thing about the desk job is that again it's meant to go with uh the steam fucking deck thing because you have all the buttons and doodads you can fiddle with shit but the, apparently the game can still work even with you just have a 360 controller because it just notices, oh, you just have a 360 controller. You're fine. We can continue. You probably won't get the full experience, quote unquote. But it's like, whatever, you still play it, which is great. <laughs> like, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I, th I think this is this is this is a fant this is a fantastic way to do marketing. Oh, yeah, because not only are you releasing a game that is like for your like new you know, product. It's free. So like if you bought the product, you have a great way to explore the potential of the product. And then it also works a regular controller. So other players can then get into this and be like, man, if this is like the kind of shit that like I can get on the Steam Deck, maybe I should pick one up. It's such it's literally like genius. Like I don't, I will scream it from the heavens that Valve is a fucking genius when it comes to marketing certain things. Oh yeah. 
I, I just find it surprising that Steam, or like Valve, I mean, thought it was a great idea to go in the handheld gaming market. And it's like, what? Who? Huh? Why? Okay. I guess they... Considering the... Uh, people have been crying for more DS stuff, and the Switch is such a huge thing. They're, it's a no-brainer to then move it on that market and bring all the amazing PC games onto the Steam Deck to take with you places. It's such a good idea. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the other thing, too, with the Steam Deck is, like, and this is the thing that really excites me about it. Um, So, like, full disclosure, I've been looking into building another computer just for, like, um, land parties and shit. Just taking something to pack up and go. This thing is actually might be perfect for that stuff. It's a lightweight computer that you can take on the go. You can dock it. You can play all of your PC games on it. Yeah, the and, real question is: is what kind of performance are you going to get out of it? Because I haven't seen any benchmarking or anything with it. You get sixty FPS, but the games have to be Linux approved. Mm. And there's, it's not a very good uh, test per se. Yeah, like I think it's more of optimizing than it is like. Than it, like it, it's basically it's so new, it's hard to make stuff for it right now, right? Is what no. you're saying? No, because there's um, there's tons of games that like you can have, like you can have a uh, Pombarian into the breach, split gate, hired gun. All of those games work. Games that don't are stuff like Loop Hero, RimWorld, Tournament Boy, Tax Evasion. Um, RimWorld just says they have a beta. Yeah. So. Herbal Space for Ren. Killing Floor 2. And then it's like. Herbal would be amazing to take around places. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. And then and then uh, you have games that will not work at all, like uh, Burnout Paradise uh, Remastered and uh, Duke Nukem Forever. I mean, do you think they even give a shit about those games anymore? Uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered, I think that that... Oh, and Destiny 2, too. Destiny 2 will never work on Steam Deck. I'm surprised it functions on PlayStation, let alone on PC, okay? The spaghetti code that they use for this game is... <laughs> What, Destiny 2? Yeah. Oh. Eh. Yeah. Do you know one of the reasons why Destiny's development time is so slow? Because they're fucking terrible programmers? No, because it takes so long for them to load the code. They were oh, saying yes. that the reason it was taking them so long to make changes during Forsaken was because in order to load the engine to test one thing, took hours that sounds about like it takes me 15 minutes in order to load up a Unity level. Yeah, no, their code game. takes them hours to open. And because yeah. it takes them so long to open and test the shit, they can't test change anything. So it's like, oh, I want we want to do nerf buffs on this weapon, so we need to test it in our sandbox. Well, it's they ner they close the game, open the engine, two hours. Change yeah. a few numbers, close the engine, load the game, you know, test. Oh, uh, that's too much. Turn it down. Two hours. That's why nothing gets done. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, I, I've, I've done some stuff with some engines, and I can tell you that it's not always the best, and Unity and Unreal seem to be the best ones I've used so far when it comes to compile time. 
I don't think Destiny runs on either of them. I think that's the problem. Or they run on uh, a really old no, version of Destiny runs on Unreal. internal Bungie engine. Yeah, I think that's why. <laughs> It's that's why they have to keep deleting stuff because this the spaghetti code is just so bad. Yeah, no, that's true. I've heard stories of the first Destiny of them wanting to fix something on their work stations. They had to basically boot it up, leave the computer for an hour and then come back. Or, th- or if something stupid like that It's like in order to load up All the assets and shit It's like god damn it You think they had something better <laughs> To do the- God it's gonna cross two games Jeez that's awful How do you mess that up over two games Yeah I'm not but- sure about the second one But the first one I've heard it was just god awful <laughs> Well, the yeah, first one, it the was... The second one, apparently, is just as bad. Really? Well, the second one... Yeah. yeah that's terrible. They're both really awful. Oh. <laughs> uh, what is with this company that can't seem to pull their shit together and somehow still it's live? They, they refuse to use Unity or Unreal. And I think that... Maybe they were talking about changing for Destiny 3, but because of them leaving Activision, they didn't have the funding in order to even create 3. Like, the whole Witch Queen DLC was supposed to be Destiny 3. But they well, had to no, that was Beyond it. Life. Oh, Beyond Light was supposed to be Destiny 3? Beyond Light was supposed to be Destiny 3. Oh, my bad. I thought it was supposed to be Witch Queen. Fuck. Yeah, so like Des- like uh, usually when they do Destiny three, they usually do gear reworks, and then um, they do gear reworks and then stuff like that. And because they left Activision, they were like, "No, we're no longer doing this. We're just making changes to the game from now on." Huh. And uh, what ended up happening because they left uh, Activision Blizzard was because they basically were like, "Yeah, we're no longer going to be able to make a." any any new uh engines for the next foreseeable future yeah because you just have the money to just sit idly while they made a new engine for destiny 3 (laughs) i think that's why destiny 3 got canceled in the first place yeah damn that's wild yeah that works well, at least we have a. Uh, at least we have some good Halo news. No, oh, they're actually making like some new stuff. Yeah, they're adding in two new maps. Hmm. Uh, mm. Did they fix the desync issue? Uh, that's being fixed. Might be too little, too late. I mean, that game. Every single time I talk to people about Halo, they're like, "Oh, that game's killing itself," and I'm like, "The game's still fun." Yeah, but the problem is, is like, I see more and more every day of people being like, I'm quitting because I literally shoot this guy for like 40 seconds and then he just turns around and kills me because of the desync. And it's just like, that's just depressing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm waiting until they fix that. So. Yeah, see, you're not even playing because of it. Well, I, my thing with that game is like, I'm like, eh. Eh, I could play it or I could play something else and have fun. And like, I would rather play with my friends a little bit more than anything else. 
I feel like you have it just went the, the whole discussion here has just gone over your head. Oh. Oh no. No, you're, yeah. you're, not, you're not realizing. <laughs> you're like, uh, oh no, I'm exactly, it. I'm exactly like, I'm like, oh yeah, the game's still fun. I don't have any hard feelings on it. And then I'm like, also like, oh well, I'm not playing anymore because I'm like, oh, I'll wait until more content comes out. It's, it's gonna say, I, I, you're probably right, Brent. If I'm honest, though, you're completely right. I, I remembered uh, your character and Pokemon Arceus's name. Just, <laughs> uh, oh, all right, Joe Rogan. Let's go catch some Pokemon. <laughs> I did a Joe Rogan moment there. <laughs> You're basically just uh, all right off the bat uh, and playing that fucking thing. It was like, oh, which one is the most? Oh, I forget what you said, but I'm like, dude, just pick a character. Just pick a character. For fuck's sake, pick a character. Just pick a Pokemon. Yeah, and you finally picked one. You're like, what should I name it? And here, you just went with Joe Rogan. So once in a while, you get a screenshot moment of like, wow, thanks, Joe Rogan. You saved the day. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a random comment, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just, uh, I just remembered a few names on the show. I'm like, I can't stop thinking about it. It's uh, just funny. <laughs> That's as good as the people that name their character like D's Nuts or something. So every time they're like, you've done it, D's Nuts. <laughs> uh, Thank you for... Funny names like that are the best. Thank you, Joe Rogan, for saving the day. No problem, random citizen. (laughs) Do do you make a female character and name yourself Karen? (laughs) (laughs) I almost picked a female character. Oh, no, the alpha Pokemon are going haywire. Let's send in the Karen. (laughs) (laughs) They don't stand a chance. Uh, oh wait, Karen the fell from the sky. Maybe she can help us. <laughs> uh, is that a podcast? Uh, I think that's a podcast. Oh fuck! Oh, God, that's uh, next time I play through it. Karen's gonna happen. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Uh, I'm gonna play some desk. I'm gonna play some de- desk job. I don't know what you guys doing. Yeah, I'm gonna what do that it? as soon as we're out of here too. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the dog for a walk. Well, I guess it's end. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening to Black Mind Game Podcast episode whatever the fuck I'm a jug of bubble bubble. It is. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Josh. Yep. We've been recording for like an hour and twenty minutes. And I have an entire week off, so this thing is gonna go up quickly. Alright. Well, I'm stopping podcasting. Yeah. yeah, so thank you everyone. Have a good night. Bye.
right. Uh, yeah, it looks like an Aziz burger. All right, all of a sudden, it's just it's back. All of a sudden, it's just fine. I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, so we got we got fun news we can talk about. We also got sad news we could talk about. Uh, apparently, so I guess. I guess troubleshooting is literally just do things until it works again. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. Let's Welcome go to IT. This. Do you want a job as a tier one help desk? That's really pretty much it. I mean, do I get paid money? And, yes. And uh, do do I not want to kill myself after a week? Oh, no, 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 no. The suicide comes very quickly and very mm. fast. Then I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to pass. Unless it's like 20 an hour, then I'll consider it. It's when I got paid, I got paid 19 Canadian pesos. That's more Canadian pesos. So that's about 16 an hour here. Yeah, that's all you need. And 16 to 15 an hour is pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? In like a couple of years, you'll be getting paid a million dollars an hour because your dollar will be worth nothing. Mm, yeah. Where a dollar is probably deflating as fast as the ruble. <laughs> Anyway, I guess we should start now. Josh, this is going to be a really depressing episode, so you got to have some bangers for us, okay? Oh, God. You got to have some bangers. Oh, God. You got to have some bangers. <laughs> all the, all the console, all this pain on me, great. <laughs> I mean, Josh, you still have the best story out of all of us with the retarded uh, Charizard hat. Oh, yes. Is this where we put the picture? Is that... Um, General... Uh, the the picture of the dead horse where the guy with the stick is poking and he's like do something and it just says Josh right over the horse. Yeah, pretty much. The, the, nobody saw that. Nobody saw the episode image from last week, did they? Uh, in where in general? No, I posted it. Uh, here I'll post the I'll post the episode image. I have to find it though. I think it's in my memes. Yes, it is in my memes. Because the last every single time I own open Photoshop, I literally there it is. Does anyone recognize that beautiful face? <laughs> God damn it! I don't actually. Oh, you don't? No. Would you like? Would you like a reminder? Sure. Scroll up in your direct messages. Okay. Oh, it's that one. <laughs> it's that one. Yeah. And the episode I, title is, I think I said, it's not porn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's close. It is softcore. Is there any tits there? No, there's no tits. Uh, no I guess ass. my definition of softcore and yours is different. All right. Cool. No, 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 no. No, my definition of softcore is softcore porn is where you get to see um, where it, the girl's in a bikini. Mm. There's no bikini there. That's like pretty much there. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure to po post the picture of Josh's avatar in this picture that would be the episode image yeah I think that's that's perfect <laughs> yeah. 
And then, you, you know, I think also you need to save that for when Josh is silent for over like 40 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you, you can just you just put that one there. So it's like I have a host that's been quiet for, for far too long in this uh, podcast. If you actually like him, I'm sorry. That's that's fair. You're welcome, Josh. Yes. I know there's sometimes we talk about shit that like you literally have no input on, and it goes on for like the whole podcast, and you literally don't say anything. Yep. I. It, it's better than when I when he talks about Magic the Gathering. It's like the opposite happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. I sit there and go, mm-hmm, uh huh, mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Uh huh. That's so interesting, Josh. <laughs> so what you're saying is that I can do X with X. That's that's that's, that's, that's amazing. Great. And I just keep going. <laughs> I mean, it's better than the fucking, like, car ride with him I had today. Holy shit. Car ride's fine. We we almost died four times. <laughs> Wasn't that bad? We almost died 26 times. Who was driving? Me. <laughs> then you need to stop driving, sir, if you say you almost died that many times. i tell you right now, I didn't freak out, so it wasn't that bad. Somebody cut us off. No, the uh, one car drove onto the grass so he could get around the fucking traffic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What so the me, fuck? Yeah, me and Josh leaving. Um, me and Josh leaving the uh, what, was, what mall was that? South. South we Southgate. Southgate. Yeah. So me and Josh. Josh comes over and we're like, we're gonna stream today. And so. Normally, when we stream, we move my mic over to a table, and then it sits in between us, and then we talk for like forty minutes, like it retards. Um, it works. It's not the best solution, but it works. Yeah, and last last week or Friday, I bought two lapel mics, and we were like, okay, cool. Uh, and I was like, okay, they're going to come in around 10 o'clock. We'll do them. We'll do the show. I'll grab the mics. Everything will be good. They came in at 10 a.m. Like, oh, that's weird. Okay. So I open it up. It doesn't come with batteries, of course. So Josh and I had to go to Costco in order to get batteries. We then we then yeah. went to EB Games in order so, to now called Game. Stop. Well, here's the thing about the Costco trip. We went to Costco. We got the batteries, but then you're like, I need to get groceries. So we proceeded yeah. to also get groceries while I was walking literally beside you, looking like a gay couple while playing Pokemon Go. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, uh, Josh uh, and I were doing the homophobic talk. Uh, and at the same time, we're just. <laughs> at the same time, I'm just going like. Yeah, I was sitting like, there like, and I was talking with a lips uh, the entire time. Oh my God. No. Fucking! I was I was thinking they're being like, yeah, we need death. Honey. If anything, I was just pointing out the fact that like I haven't been in a Costco in probably years, so yeah. <laughs> literal years. So th- yeah. So Ben, 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 is this interesting? <laughs> ben, do something. Fucking! I'm just waiting for it to be over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's so, over. So then. So then we leave Costco, we load up the truck, we forget where we put the batteries. Figures. Yeah. yeah. No, it's in the truck. It, it's in the truck. We put it in the truck. And then we go to Southgate. And then we have an interesting conversation with two very cute GameStop employees. 
Two very cute GameStop employees. They were very cute. Well, here's the question. Are either of you over six feet tall? Uh, yes. Both of you are? Well, not yes. wait, six feet. Yes. <laughs> I'm five nine, so no. You're fucked. <laughs> I'm sorry, friend, but you're just you're just fucked. I mean, I, I don't I don't mean to like be all black pill or whatever, but like the chances of you having a, a woman be interested in you at five nine is like two percent. I'm like five eleven. Six oh, you're foot. fucked as well. <laughs> <laughs> they can't dude, tell the difference. Uh, they can't tell the difference. No, dude, I'm not fucked. You know what's what's, what's funny is that uh, I'm so I'm six two. You know how tall my girlfriend is? How tall? Four nine. Wow. She's <laughs> perfect size. You know what? Uh, yeah, just pick her up and carry. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Put it in a suitcase. Yeah. Uh, only need to pay for here's, a here's, Yeah, pocket Here's a random piece of trivia about height. Um, a lot of pro wrestlers, you see them on TV and you go, wow, they're like, you know, you think they're normal human height. No, they're like always giants. Always. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, the funny thing like is, six, five and taller. Funny thing is, Rey Mysterio, he's like four, three inches shorter than me. It's like, wait, hold on. He looks tiny. He, he, he looks, looks tiny. tiny. So it's like, what the I'm fuck? Pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm taller than Josh. Yeah, by like two inches, three inches, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm like, for you guys. I'm like six foot. I'm like right on the cusp. Oh. Where it's like unacceptable. <laughs> I just hear the lemon guy. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah, basically. And so, and so, like, we're buying Devil May Cry. Well, I'm buying Devil May Cry because Josh is like, I'm going to play Devil. I'm like, Josh, what do you want to play this week? Do you want to play Nier? He goes, no. Do you want to play Devil May Cry? Yeah. Sure. Like, okay, great. Yeah, we're, we're, we, I want to play. I was going to get one. the Kirby game, but that comes out next week. Yeah. Uh, that, was a, that was a bit of a dumbass going, oh, it's next week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you want a pre-order? You want a pre-order? I'm like, I'll get all the, no. I'll get all the Duke. Just whatever. No, 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 no. You should have, you should have done what I did, which was like following where you should have said, I will pre-order for a price. <laughs> for, I it, need uh, to see something. <laughs> DMC Five is the recent one. DMC Five uh, Ultimate Edition on Xbox Series X. Mm, okay. Yeah, I want to play that one because that's the one where it has the that's, Virgil section, right? Yep. Yeah, so you have... And where all the good music came from too, right? Yeah, so like I own DMC5 on PC. Mm-hmm. And, I, and because I own it on PC, you can just upgrade to the d- deluxe, super amazing Extreme Edition. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, I... <laughs> Uh, I was like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll stream it on Xbox because that way then we can watch it on my TV and I don't have to run a cable. And so while we're standing there, the girl, while I'm buying my video game, the girl goes, goes, do you want the extended warranty? And I'm like, okay. No. Does it cover, does it cover blender? Me throwing it, the game into a blender and blending it. <laughs> she goes, no, no, no. <laughs> No, she it wasn't even confused about that. She just accepted that. <laughs> she heard what I said, yep. and she goes, "No, no." 
no, it doesn't cover that. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if we covered Blender insurance, then she goes, I'm like, oh, well, that's that's unfortunate. She goes, well, let's. Do you want the warranty? I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> if I can't shove it in the blender, then what is it for? Yeah, if I can't, if I can't accidentally destroy my own property. The fact that get it like, they're still offering warranties on like these dual layer Blu-rays that everything is that are in disc form that are like nearly impossible to scratch to the point where they're unreadable is absurd and the fact is you don't even have most of the game on the fucking disc the disc is just DRM at this point Yep, basically and it's just like so like you download half the game anyway so like what's the fucking point like it's one of the things that like um, like I stopped giving a shit about getting everything physically cause like I used to buy every single game I have physically. by the way we haven't synced yet yeah we should sync though let's sync in 3, 2, 1 <laughs>